Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello, and welcome back. All right. So this episode, I want to talk about the manual, which is actually a concept slash tool that I learned from my certification, but I teach my clients this frequently because it radically shifted my life and my relationships and my amount of joy and happiness that I get to experience on this planet. And so I believe that it is worth sharing with my clients. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that with you today, but in a little bit of a different way. So first, let's talk about what the manual is. The manual is basically an idea that we have a manual for everyone in our life. So what that might look like is if you're in a relationship, you believe your partner should ask you how your day was, put their shoes away, offer to help you clean up after dinner, tell you thank you after you say something, remember your birthday, give you the gifts that you ask for, et cetera, et cetera. You may also have a manual for colleagues thinking that it is impolite for them to ask a certain question. They should already know how to do this. They shouldn't be behaving that way. They should know that it is inappropriate to stand so close and so on and so forth. So we have manuals for everyone people at the grocery store, um, people that we work for, people that work for us, people that we see when they're driving, right? Who doesn't experience road rage? Why? Because we don't think that people should drive like maniacs. And so this isn't that everything is bad about the manual or everything needs to be changed or everything is great. It's just showing you how you carry your own manual for how someone else should behave. The problem here is they don't have that manual. They got version 2.0 or whatever their version is. They don't have the same rules, expectations, and guidelines to live by that you think they should have. So you think that your husband should get up and help you clean after dinner. And he thinks he's worked all day. And so he hasn't who's right here. Nobody, which may piss some of you off, but it's true. Nobody's right. You both have an idea of what you should be doing. You're like, listen, buddy, get up and help me because I've worked hard. This was a delicious dinner. You can put some dishes away. And he's like, Oh my gosh, thank God she does so much around the house. I'm so thankful. I just need to take a rest, take my shoes off. And so you're miscommunicating there. And then what may happen is some resentments build up because one is not behaving in the way the other believes they should. And they aren't doing this out of malice. They aren't doing this to blatantly drive you insane. 
husband's over in La La Land. Like, I don't know. Dishes? What? I'm tired. I thought you got it, babe. I love you. You look great. Like, they're just not even thinking about it. Same thing with people at work. How many times have you thought, like, how can they be such an idiot? Like, how can they do that? What is wrong with them? And meanwhile, they're over there just farting around, doing whatever, thinking they're amazing and deserve a raise. <laughs> Again, who's right here? Nobody. Whatever. Like, we, this is something we would coach on. But taking it back to seeing how in these situations, when you have a manual for how someone else should behave, you end up suffering. You end up struggling, you're frustrated, you're upset, you're resentful, you're disappointed, so on and so forth. Because they did not behave in the way you thought they should. It's painful. It's very painful. It's very frustrating. And it also deliberately makes you turn the focus back in on you. I think I heard this from someone back in the days of going to AA, but they like, maybe it was a sponsor or something, but it was, it was go buy a hula hoop, put the hula hoop on the ground, stand inside the hula hoop. And that's all that you can control. That's it. (laughs) So the purpose of the manual is really to help you Take that responsibility, take ownership for how you respond, you behave, you show up because at the end of the day, even if you know the right way, even if you know the best way, it doesn't matter. People are going to do whatever the hell they're going to do and they do crazy things all the time. And when we're trying to micromanage and control and have this really amazing layout of how they should act and they don't follow it, you are the one that ends up suffering. Okay, so that's the manual. I'm going to show this to you in a little bit of a different light on this episode. And for my, for my people that went through uh, the same certification that are familiar with the manual, um, I, hope you, I really hope you take something of deeper value from this. I, ho- I hope you take the manual and look at it and yourself in a, in a new way that maybe you have never done before. And this is the manual that you have for your body. You have a manual for your body. And when you have a manual for your body, the exact amount of pain, suffering, frustration, discomfort comes up when you have a manual for a partner, a parent, a friend. It's hard. And you have this manual for your body for good reason. This isn't a manual that I think only you have. I think a lot of us have this edition and it is a shitty edition. <laughs> I burned mine, so please, I hope you get to the point at some at, at some day of being able to also burn yours. But it is the manual of I should be able to control my weight. Because you don't think about this for no reason. You know, I was thinking about this over the weekend, how 
I believe so much extra shame comes from binge eating because over and over and over again, it is drilled into our brains. Well, just don't eat it. You have control over what you eat. It's really the only thing you can control. And yet here we are binging in vacant car lots, waiting till everyone goes to the sleep, eat to sleep, to eat, eating all the things and one like trying to play stupid as to where it went, having to run out and buy it and replace it before anyone notices. That is not control. That is complete chaos, which is a result from trying to control. When we try to control other people, we lose. It's painful. We suffer. When you try to control your body, the weight, the shape, the size, all of it, you suffer. Now, some of you may be getting a little bit like, wait, what? No, I can control my food. I can control my body. And and just let this marinate a little bit. Maybe come back to this episode in a couple months or, or listen to this in a, in a couple weeks and just let some of this marinate a little bit because this is probably a brand new thought, a brand new way of thinking about your body. Again, understandably so, we've all been sold the same bullshit edition of you should effortlessly be able to control your weight. Lose weight if you want to, not eat it if you want to, manage your thoughts and just just feel uncomfortable and have it be okay. <laughs> and all of that isn't incorrect. Like, yes, as you do this work, as you first and foremost make peace with food, because so much of our food stuff is a fear, an innate fear of the food. And so when we just like eliminate it, it doesn't solve the problem. It's just kind of a mild detour. And guess what? Just around the corner is a is a box of donuts in the break room or the holidays or Halloween candy or sugar cookies or fudge. We never really solved the problem. We just like stopped looking at it. Right? We just closed our eyes for a minute. And it's like if I can't see you, you're not there, but it's still there. And you're living by this manual of, listen, I shouldn't be this way. My body should be able to be the size that I was three years ago or five years ago or 20 years ago, or they lost the weight. So I should be able to, my body should look like this. My body should perform like this. It's my body. I should have control over it. But do we really? And when you try to control anything, anything, how does it feel? Now, this is a particularly sensitive subject, even for me. Even though I'm telling, I'm talking to you and I'm like, you might be triggered. I'm like, I might, I might be triggering me. <laughs> but this is because, you know, for me and, and a lot of my listeners, a lot of my clients have a very, very similar story. I don't care if you're 16 or 70. I've worked with all of them, all of you. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, we want the same thing. But for many of us, it started out with a really 
strong ability to control. Like I was anorexic, right? Like I had a full blown eating disorder. I was militant. I got high on that shit. I was like, oh, you ate today? Not me, right? Like, oh, you need to eat bread? Not me. And I could do it for a couple years. And then the flip switched. And I couldn't. And I think that that was one of the most frustrating things for me is I kept trying to get back to where I once was. And I did that for years and years and years. I used to be able to do this. I used to work out like that. I used to look like this. I used to not care. I used to get up and do this in the morning. I used to be able to eat like that. The manual for our body I'm curious, what is yours? What is the manual that you are carrying for your body? How much has it been working for you? And how much suffering has it caused you? How long, how many years, how many hours, how much time, how much money, how much energy have you put into the manual for your body? Maybe if I just try these pills or this workout or this shake or this meal plan or get this trainer, then I'll finally get the body. I think sometimes when you hear these messages, maybe you get it, you hear it in a way that I don't intend, which is you never get to have any goal for your body ever. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying, but I want to just kind of clear that up really quickly. Before we really dig into like the goals, the around the body goals, I talked about this on the aesthetic goals body podcast. I can't remember what it was, but I think it was aesthetic goals or something. We, we, again, we've got to really make sure that wound, that food wound that we've just been closing our eyes and pretending isn't there all the while it's gushing blood all over the place. We got to fix it. Like we got to mend it and heal it and take care of it and make sure you're strong and make sure you feel good. And then we can kind of start working in the nuances. Then we can start looking at all the, the other things. But before you really have that wound fixed, it's just going to keep breaking open, right? So this is, and this is the work that I do with my clients is, and I hear this all the time is I never want to or need to diet again because what I do is I like fuck up their relationship with food in the best way possible because many times like time after time and I did this too you go to the diet thinking that's going to be the solution you're like oh it's my lifeline it's like my one string of hope this has got to be it And really what that is, is it's just kind of a mask for your anxiety. More often than not, it's you feeling something in some other area of your life, thinking the food is going to fix it. If I just can read this manual enough and study it enough and get my body into this perfect shape, then I will be enough. (laughs) And the best news out of All of this is you can burn the manual. 
right now there's this block that that tells you oh girl you're insane if i burn this manual i will never stop eating and i will blow up to 500 pounds by next tuesday and i just i can't i refuse but it is actually that fear that that single fear right there that will keep you banging your head up against the wall wondering why you can't stop eating boxes of brownies wondering why you keep polishing off pints of ice cream wondering why you can't go to a barbecue without obsessing over the food and what everyone else is eating why you can't stop weighing yourself you don't trust yourself because you're clinging to the manual of how you should look heaven forbid you should be able to trust your body to just do its thing your body wants you to feel good and strong and healthy. It really does. And for so many of you, it is actually the attempt at fixing, air quotes, fixing your body that's just royally screwed you up around food, right? Again, no shame. I had the same thing. What if you didn't have And just stay with me. What if you didn't have any expectations of how your body should look? (gasps) What if you threw it all out the window? Think about what your day would feel like. Just your day. Think about what a day would feel like without obsessing about food and weight. About just letting yourself eat and move and live in a way that feels really good. The manual that you have for your body will keep you trapped in your own personal hell. (laughs) In the same way that the manual that you have for every other person will keep you trapped in your own special kind of hell. And in the same way that your manual with your body works, or excuse me, the manual with other people work, your body does too. This comes back to that more nuanced approach is... Yeah, you can absolutely, you know, I'm not just saying, well, whatever you got is all you've got. No, you can absolutely get stronger and and do pull-ups and learn to swim or do races or do salsa or do whatever it is that you want. You can teach your body how to do all of that. You can make requests of your body in the same way that you can make requests of your partner. Will they always get it 100%? Probably not. Because do you even get everything 100% all of the time? Probably not. We all drop the ball sometimes. What would it look like if you just let go of the manual that you have for food and your body? I want you to play around with that thought a little bit. And if this podcast resonates with you and you're like, damn, I got a manual for my body and it is sucky and I want out of this. Not only that, but I have it for my partner and my kids and my boss and it's driving me insane. I want to invite you to apply for my one-on-one coaching. I am only taking on three more clients for this year. So if you want in, if you've been curious, if you've been on the fence, now my friend is the time to jump. So I'm going to drop that link for my application in the show notes so you can pop over there. There's some questions I will follow up within a day or two and reach out to you to set up a consult call. And in that consult call, it is just a time for me to learn about you, you to learn about me, 
and decide if this is where we want to go. So if that intrigues you, if this podcast sounds like you and you want that freedom, you're like, damn, I'm ready. I'm done. I do not want to go through another holiday season sneaking into the kitchen after everyone's gone to bed to eat pie and like move things around and make it look like I didn't do that. I am speaking from experience. I used to like fluff up the potatoes and move the pie around so no one would know. Uh, You don't have to do that this year, my friends. You do not have to do that ever again. So I hope this episode kind of maybe made you a little angry in some spots. I also hope that it lifted you up in some spots and gave you a little bit of a snapshot as to how good it can be around food and body because you guys, it can be, it can be easy and it should be. We got way more stuff going on to deal with in life. Like, come on, eating does not need to be one anymore. All right. I love you. And I will be back next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.